I was hoping that within the next, you know, or the last 10 seconds that something would have came to me to sing since I have a voice again. But mm-hmm. nothing did. Well, you know, sometimes it goes that way. It's no big deal. Um, I was going to maybe sing some six inch, but at the same time, I don't know if my vocals are all the way back together yet and I have to preserve them. Beyonce's part or the weekend's part? I don't know who. You don't like none is. of the weekend's part on six inch. It's tolerable. Okay. I can make it through without wanting to kill myself. I guess that's really all I can ask. So <laughs> never mind. It doesn't hurt to listen to it anymore. So, progress. So dramatical. I still don't want to hear an entire... Whatever. You girls can have your fun. Um, Here we are again. I am Niecy Nash. And I am Russell Westbrook. And this is The Read. I was fully prepared to come in here today and tell New York that this city can honestly get titty fucked by sandpaper dick. Ooh. But, you know, something, I had a prayer on the, I know a few of you blue-blooded bitches are going to feel away about that because you love your city, and that's fine. Be proud of where you're from. No one's trying to take that shit away from you, girl. Absolutely not. Just get the fuck out of my face with your complaints, girl, because I don't give a fuck about the first, second, or the third one. Thanks a bunch. Um, but I did have a conversation with God on the way here. You know, Kia and I had a conversation last night, and we were talking about prayer. And she was saying to me, you know, like you don't, you don't be afraid to talk to God, and you don't have to feel like compelled to speak the way that you think that you're supposed to talk to God by what you've grown up hearing. Because sometimes we get, and this is so true. No one's it ever is. said this to me. Sometimes we get so caught up in how we're supposed to pray or how we're supposed to talk to God or whomever, and. It takes away from like the authenticity or like the honesty and what you're trying to say and that sort of thing. So she's like, sometimes you just got to open your mouth and talk to him. Like I talk to him all day long. And so it's just like, oh, God, you know, I'm looking for a parking spot (laughs) and I just need it. And I wish that you would give me one like things like that. I was like, that makes it so much sense. I've been in the car with Kia when she does that. Oh, out loud all the time. She be driving around like, Father, I just, and if there's no spot, Lord, I just ask for the patience to just deal with these other pedestrians, your children on the road, God. Opening an email <laughs> and just being like, now, Lord, I don't know why she sent this to me. You know why she sent this to me, but I just need for you to help me. Like, things like that. Yes, and so, I saw on the train and said, God, for whatever reason, the two and the three have decided to, I don't know, go to Coachella or I don't know, <laughs> Pride. The two and the three are out of town. And so now I have to take this old, run-down, raggedy, ashy, musty, sweaty, moist bus in 90 degrees or whatever. The day that New York decides, hey, let's get a little bit of warmth on. I have to be tucked underneath some random girl's leave-out for 50 goddamn minutes trying to get from uptown to down. Wait, you took the shuttle the whole way? No, I took the shuttle to the fucking... The the train, yes, but at the same time, all of that backed up shit. It's no difference. There's no seat. There's no room. I didn't even get on it. I asked the MTA lady if the train was running. She said no, and I just went on ahead and ordered a car. See, I was gonna do that too, but at the same, at the same, fuck Uber. That's true. And there was no 
the wait was like 10 minutes or something like yeah. that. So everybody was like, girl, I'm not getting on this fucking bus or this train. Surge is 5.5. Everything is just ridiculous. So I said, you know what? Let me just go ahead and get on this fucking bus because I'm so quick to take an Uber anyway. And I'm going to be going out of town this weekend and acting a complete fool with everything. Money, uh, common sense, everything. Clothing. So I said, let me just... Clothing. Let me just do me today and try and be a regular pedestrian and it was just absolutely dreadful and I spoke to God and I said Lord you know I have to go to work you know I have to go and do this show I do not want to at any like for for nothing at this point I want to just get back into a cab and turn around and go home that's all I want to do please please Jesus help me and I came to work and our producer gave us all of this money mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> and that was just God, you know, rewarding you for your patience and saying, you know what? I appreciate you for opening your mouth and knowing that I'm the one who fixes these things. Mm-hmm. Can't do it on your own because you ain't nobody. It shows a certain amount of maturity to know, you know, I need God to get me through this. I am the one who wears the big draws. That's right. And all of this. That's right. You, and so you won't forget it. <laughs> hey, man. Good for you. So I'm proud of you. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know Kid Fury and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. 
Black excellence this week. I don't have one because I've been pissed off all day and didn't look for one. Well, first, um, it goes to Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant and, you know, the non-white player or the non-black players on our team. But they play for Sergi the... Serge Ibaka. They play for the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are currently up 3-1 and one against the... Are You can't be National serious about Basketball this. National Basketball Association Are team. you? You are serious about this. Do you know it's the conference finals right now? Do you know which four What teams? conference? Oh, my... The There's East- a conference first? Okay. So the NBA has Is it like two a conferences. Conference call? I can't tell if you're trolling or if you truly don't know. So they don't like all get into a room together and talk. So anyway, we're up three and one against fucking Golden State and nobody but us saw us getting here. Which state is golden? The California one. The you know, they're the Bay Area boys. The oh, skin ones, you know. That's most the of the Curry's. team is golden too, yes. Cool. We're currently, you know, just smashing them and we only have one more game to go and I don't want to jinx it or talk too much shit. I'm just very, very excited for my team. And then also to Eton Thomas, who is a former NBA player himself. He spent most of his time with the Wizards, but he did have one season with the Thunder. The Wizards play for it, the um I don't know. Okay. I mean, you you were close. So, Eton was taking the Amtrak from one city to another and asked if he could sit next to a white woman or he asked if someone was sitting there and she said yes. And so, he moved on to the next seat and then, like, a minute later, a white man came up and she was like, oh, and moved her stuff so that he could sit down or whatever. And this was, this is something that I saw on social media and I just wanted to say, I'm proud of you, Eton, for not only confronting this woman and being like, bitch, what's the issue? Because I just asked. And she said, oh, don't make it a race thing. And he actually took a picture of her and put it up on his Facebook and Twitter and being like, this is the bitch on the Amtrak who was like openly and outwardly racist and to the white man's credit he was like look i'll move i don't want no parts of this dumb shit or anything else but i'm just very proud of this black man who is six foot ten um and like probably the stereotypical you know white woman is scared of him clutch they purse in the elevator type to just come right out and be like bitch i know you wrong and you was fucked up for this I love it. And taking pictures of racist white people and shaming them online is like my favorite thing. So good for you, Eta. We also went to the same high school, but that's apropos of nothing. Well, things. Yes. Also, if you have black excellence that you would like to submit to the show, you can now send them over to the readblack at gmail.com. That will help pull things together. So, um, please keep in mind that uh, if you or your baby um, read all of the Game of Thrones books, you don't need to send that in. Um, But congratulations, because those books are so boring. If you um, just graduated from high school, congratulations to you. Amazing work. Lots of people don't. Um, Sit this one out. You know what I'm saying? This is just... You're also excellent. You're magic and you're also awesome and, and you're beautiful. Go with kind of the flow of how we've been doing these things to determine what I consider to be excellence um, and otherwise. But if uh, if not, you know, just send it in anyway. Send whatever in. Okay. Um, <laughs> whatever you want. Because you're all excellent and you're all amazing. I don't want to exclude anyone. 
But I'm just saying, like, if your baby just had his first full bag of fruit snacks, I'm probably not going to read that one. But send it anyway. I just like all black positivity is great. I'll read it. I'll read it anyway. I don't want anybody to feel bad. Okay. Okay. So, Six Sad World this week. Oh, God. Um... I don't really think that there's anything... Well, that's not true. I'll start with something sort of uh, almost nice. So, I didn't watch the Billboard Music Awards because I don't. However, I was incorrect when I said that the Billboard Music Awards was uh, are the company or function that uh, gave... Taylor Swift, that award over Michael Jackson, I do believe that it was the American Music Awards that somebody pointed out to me on the internet. Okay. So, um, I was loud and wrong. And (laughs) that is something that I am usually quite against, so I apologize for it. But I'm also acknowledging that I was loud and incorrect, and I thought that it was quite funny. But you have to forgive me for mixing the two up because they're both incredibly white award shows Mm. um, that make poor decisions. Like giving Taylor Swift an award over Michael Jackson or having Madonna perform a tribute to Prince. So I'm not really sorry to them. Um, I'm sorry for For wasting your time. Right, for being incorrect about something. I get it. I get it. Very loudly incorrect. I mean, because both of those shows suck, so. Horrible. You're not really... No, no one's apologizing to Billboard. Billboard should be apologizing to us. Truthfully. For what they did to Prince, our legend. Like, y'all should be asking for our forgiveness, to be totally honest. Now, I didn't watch um, that. What I did, I think I went on, like, That Grape Juice or one of the blogs and looked at, like, skimmed through the performances uh, to find the girls that I actually wanted to see. Yeah. So I maybe watched, like, three or four shows or performances, I mean. Um, I did not watch the one of Madonna performing to Prince because I love myself and Prince. Mm-hmm. So I just chose not to experience that because why would I do that on purpose? Um, I did watch... God, who even else performed? I watched Fifth Harmony. I like that Work From Home song a lot. I don't really care about them as a group. Trying to find a nice way to say that because I know that the harmonizers or whatever feel very passionately about those girls, and you should. They can all sing, and that song is cute or whatever. Um, they're very much like a Babysitter's Club version of Danny D's Kane, Dan- Danny D. Kane, whatever that group was called. Oh, right. So fine. Um, I like the black one. You know, I really enjoy the black one. I would like for to know when she takes her Zayn Malik Malik yeah. route yeah. and, you know, extends herself past the harmony. <laughs> But I cannot, I don't know the names of any of those other girls Not other than Normandy. one. Normandy? I don't even Norm- know what you're talking I think about. It, Normandy is the black girl's name, right? I think so. Yeah, so other than her, listen, the rest of those girls could walk in here right now and I would be like, do you have the water? Are you the, does somebody right. need to check the levels? Is there an alarm going off? Like, I was, they have no idea. Pretty sure that so. we paid for the studio time. So, so it's so fine. It's what, fine. It's wrong, lady. It's fine. Oh, you, Okay. <laughs> Um, sidebar, I also want to give, I got to give BT their points tonight because Chasing Destiny is such a good show. Like, it's such a good show. It really is. I'm not going to talk about who actually made the group, but it's so well put together. And like, I cried like six times through my DVR watching it. It's very well put together. It's like, it's like got all of the great parts of being a vocal competition show without all of like the really campy, ridiculous 
bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like all of the fighting for the sake of entertainment. The few times that some of those girls were not seeing eye to eye, Kelly Rowland pulled them in a group or had them on a bus <laughs> with Frank or somebody, and they were like, "So what the fuck is y'all goddamn pro? Fix this shit right. today." You know what I'm saying? It was all of 20 minutes and it was done. It's really well put together. I hope they do another one. And the one. girls were on the red carpet at the Billboard Awards. I said, "Look at that." Oh, were they? Yeah, I said, "Kelly done got these girls on a red carpet already." <laughs> I'm so like I'm I I like mad. it. And they've got like a couple of other little shows that they're working on that seem like they're not dreadful. That seem yeah. like they might be good ideas that mm-hmm. aren't embarrassing to the race. So and their billboard shade after the awards was amazing. That was great. It makes me think that they have something fantastic planned for Prince. So I am giving BET the benefit of the doubt for the Prince tribute. I am. I feel like they know that they have to get this right. Even they though cannot Prince was watching that last Even tribute though that Prince, they did And they him. know that. And they know that they have got to learn and do better. This is BET's chance to win us back. If you can't do it, because I know Prince spoke to somebody afterwards. Stephen Hale, somebody, and was like, nigga, if you ever <laughs> call Trey Songs to sing for me nigga, again. ever again. I swear to God, <laughs> I'll burn down the LA life. <laughs> anyway, woo! God so, bless, yeah. God bless, BT. Good BT, luck, BT. I see you. I see That's you. real cute. And you. all right, I'm giving you yours yeah. this weekend. I'm actually looking forward to being Mary Jane whenever that's coming back. I might try and catch back up on that because be, being Mary Jane was not a bad show to me. I hated her. Like I hated the Mary Jane character a lot. Yeah. I think she's a horrible person, <laughs> but. <laughs> The show itself, I watched the first season and I liked it, and I just never ended up getting back into it. And I hear people like it a lot. Yeah, I was surprised to find myself like really tuning in to see it every week. So and it's it by this last season. Um, Mara Barakil, yeah. who did the game when I liked it, and girlfriends when I liked it. <laughs> Both true before so. they came to be. Oh, I just don't think girlfriends ever. No, came girlfriends to BT, never came to BT. But the game, it ended on oh, the CW or one of those. Ruined the game. Well, but anyway, BT. You know, we're giving I'm BET not, right. nice things right, right. now. <laughs> You're right. You're right. No point dwelling on the past. We're moving forward. That's right. I know they fucked up Michael's tribute, but they only had like 72 hours to put Michael's tribute together. They have had yeah, that plenty of time fucked. for Prince. So, all right, BET. This is it, girl. Now, this is it. Now, do you got us or do you got right, us? Right, because you said you got us. You're going to have to put up a shut up. Um, I don't really remember who else I watched at the Billboard Awards except for Rihanna. Now, while we're giving out points, okay. If you bitches aren't willing to give Robin Rihanna Fancy her motherfucking points <laughs> for that performance at the Billboard Awards, bitch, I just gotta say you hating. Like I have to say that you're mad, bitch, because. Of course, it wasn't the greatest fucking vocal I have ever heard in my... I didn't want to pull out my eyelashes. But I was just thoroughly impressed mm-hmm. by Rihanna's performance. She sang. Like, I've never heard that bitch sing like that before. Well, I've like, never seen really Rihanna use that kind of emotion before. It was like she was actually feeling the songs for the first time, which I think is what's so different about Anti compared to the rest of her yeah. records. Like. Yeah, pop stuff is fun and choreography and lights and all that bullshit. But she wanted to sing that. Yeah. And she did sing it. Like, and she sounded good. She sounded And it wasn't really no backing track or nothing. Like, I, like, I know wait. people feel like that ain't nothing to applaud. But look at Rihanna. Like, look at the come up. Now, hold on. For as much shit as we have all given Rihanna over a vocal, y'all bitches are going to get in fucking line and give her her goddamn yes, due. Because this bitch has she been said- putting in work. And it shows. She was tired. 
of y'all calling her Billy Goat Gruff <laughs> and saying bye bye black sheep. She was sheep. tired of the memes. Every time she got up on the stage, she, she was, was sick and tired shit. of that shit. So she said, I'm going to invest my little bit of money that I made mm-hmm. off these fucking albums into getting vocal coaches, That's training, right. and pushing myself. And she sounds, she has made excellent progress. Yeah. And I thought that was a very great performance. And if that is what she is sounding like at the anti-world tour, if somebody invites me, I will go. That's what I said. I said the only thing that's kept me from buying a ticket to a Rihanna show is being like, girl, what are these vocals going to be like in person, though? Like, for a whole show, you won't say The whole thing. Like, an hour From beginning to end? Sis, I don't know about it, but... I know you're going to look fine. I know you're going to have great outfits. I know you're going to look good. I know visually it'll be cute. It'll be fantastic, but, you know, what am I going to hear at this show? So... But after that performance at the Billboard Awards, I have to give it to Rihanna. I would buy a ticket. I would. I would buy a ticket. If you give me a ticket, I will be (laughs) in attendance. You still won't spend money. (laughs) I just don't know yet. But it's new, but it feels good. I said, all right, Rihanna. Like, I don't even, I don't, I really don't see how you can hate on that. I just don't, like, she, like, even if you don't think it's impressive to sing and sound good for a singer, like, at least applaud how much she has improved. Right. Like, how can you just, you can't give her nothing? Because it was so long that Rihanna would get up on stage to sing a ballad at that, and we would just be like, like, okay, girl, you finna be real fine. Okay. Like, and it's like not even shade. Like, you know, right, she knows that. But, you know, I'm proud of Rihanna. Absolutely. I know that's, I think, Fantastic Rolling job. Stone or somebody said that she was channeling Whitney Houston. I think that was in reference to her dress and hair. Um, I still don't feel like that it's necessary for us to keep doing this. I just, I don't. Like, can they I just... felt like Rolling Stone set her up. They did. You put Whitney Houston on Twitter in comparison to Rihanna, and it was something that everybody was tweeting about. Like, you're asking for the stands to go nuts. Even if you just talk about her fingernails, like, bitch. Just, le- just let- leave Whitney's name out of it. Why you couldn't just talk about how great Rihanna's performance exactly. was and leave it right there? Exactly. Why can't you just like, it. oh, wow, Rihanna's performance was so bomb. She sounded uh, really great. But you know, they, go- they was going to get them clicks. That's how. Exactly. We can't just write about Rihanna's performance. Everybody's going to do that. What can we say to piss off all the niggas on Twitter? That's so every lame. brand's motivation. After a certain parts, after a certain uh, amount of time or whatever, I mean, these stars need to come forward and just be like, look, Leave me alone and stop comparing <laughs> me to these niggas. Like, stop it. Because you're just out here getting people riled up and having them looking me crazy. And I ain't saying nothing to nobody. Yeah. Like, I didn't bother anybody. And now I got to deal with these motherfuckers talking to me about Whitney Houston's dead ass when all I did was sing my song. Like, mm-hmm. leave both of us alone. Let Whitney be dead. Let Michael and Prince just be, let them, be let them just be gone and be legendary and let the new girls earn their legendary spot as right, well. Right. It doesn't have to be this way, but y'all force it this way. Because you can't even compare Whitney to Prince or Prince to Michael or any of them to each other. You know what I'm saying? You can't compare any of those people to each other because they're, they're all legends and they're so different. You know what I'm saying? The same way that in terms of artistry and music and that sort of thing you can't compare a beyonce to them or whatever living dead none of those things it just they're all will be different so there's no space for artist comparisons but let rihanna flourish and be rihanna in that moment everybody whitney had nothing you just it was such a reach nobody looked at rihanna and thought damn i'm I'm seeing whitney here like that nobody got that y'all just pulled that out y'all's asses to Get niggas to click Ooh, on. I want to dance with somebody. Congratulations. Like, like, cut it out. This, right. Leave them the fuck alone. Let these girls get their own legendary spots. Rihanna, Chris Brown, Adele. Uh, 
Beyonce, everybody. Just let them. <laughs> yeah, let them earn it. Right. I did break down and watch Madonna's tribute to Prince. Okay. And the best well, part about it. it is that Rihanna dabs in it. Um, okay. So maybe if you can watch it on mute, just to see that. I feel or like maybe Tumblr a, has a, a gif. Right, there's a gif. I'll just search for the gif on Tumblr. Um, but no, if you watch that performance, you would be irate. Like, I'm certain it would be its whole own episode of... And all of the girls were giving... Just, Oh, Madonna and Prince loved each other and they performed. Oh, I don't care, girl. They, they did these things. You know what Madonna should have performed? The song she had with Prince on her album. What she should not have done was sit her ass in that chair and try to do nothing compares to you. Which sound it sounded exactly like the Sinead O'Connor version too, which confused me even further. Like, bitch, not that it's some huge difference, but you couldn't at least do the Prince version of the Prince song, like what is wrong with this bitch? And then drag Stevie Wonder out to help her. It was. What? And then after she murdered, it was terrible. Cause you know, Madonna has never been nobody's vocalist after she murdered. Nothing compares to you. She dragged Stevie Wonder out for purple rain and nigga. It was just. Woo. It was disrespect. It was, I mean, it was like, she was just calling us all niggas right there on stage. It was just, don't watch it. Don't. I will never. And I feel like if had life. Stevie had any idea, I just whoever is booking this shit for my legend, like just stop. Somebody is not looking out for Stevie's best interest because this was just Don't don't do it to yourself the way I did it to myself. That's he all. He probably I'm had no idea who he was on stage. Madonna for. is irredeemable in my eyes, my nigga. Like I I want nothing else from her. I don't even need to listen to her music. Like I'm totally done. She's the type of artist, artist, no shade, that I feel the exact same way. Like, it's not that I don't like what Madonna's done for pop. It's not even that I don't appreciate how huge she's been. Yeah, and I have like, tons of Madonna songs impact and records I like. And for women's sexuality and all that. I get all that. I just don't need anything mad. else. Right. I just don't care, girl. Like, you're the material girl. And that's always it. will be <laughs> that's it you know what I'm saying <laughs> open plenty, plenty of doors but I was done with her after she called her son this nigga on Instagram Woo, if we want to have a throwback so, Thursday because that's really we it. can just go right on the white that. one of course but hashtag did this nigga okay girl so I've been done with you since that day and that picture of them two black children she bought rubbing her feet child no nah, I was done Mm-mm. nah I'm just saying well moving right along apparently Dwayne Carter uh, had a concert in Denver this past weekend. Oh, no. Where he was recorded shouting, uh, fuck cash money, which confused a couple of fans because (sighs) Wayne and respect my name Birdman reportedly uh, came to some sort of agreement or settlement. You know, he was supposed to be suing Birdman for like $51 million. Right, for his money. <laughs> for, <laughs> for his money. Um, And so they had allegedly come up to some kind of agreement where he was going to get this money and the the Carter Five was supposed to be released and all this kind of stuff. Guess that shit didn't go through because he's pissed again. All right. So here we are back at square one. Oh, God. Um, so do so, we know what happened or? I don't think that there has been... Um, Nobody's gossiping. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know if any. I'm sure that the streets are, you know, whatever hip hop blogs have their assumptions of whatever mm-hmm. and 
quote unquote sources are probably saying this, that, and third. I don't know what the fuck going on. Well, and I'm here to tell you, I'd like to give the best interpretation that I can or the most sensible story. I don't like the way shows time. And I also don't really care. So, okay, so. like, here we are. Here we are with I that just, news. You know, I, I hope everything works out for the best. I think that Birdman is just having a very odd uh, 365 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, after that shit, he pulled on The Breakfast Club. It was just like, what is this nigga going through? Are you stressed out because you haven't paid your artists? I mean, you, you have plenty of company if you're talking about niggas in the industry who don't pay their artists or anybody else on time. Like, not like you're the only one. Right. You're not even the you only super rich somebody. one. Right? You got it from somewhere. So, I mean, I don't, I don't get... Like, I don't know. I feel like what it boils down to is probably something really dumb and like macho and fake masculinity. Absolutely. And like it's, it's whatever it's really about, the root of it is some dumb shit. Like and it's, guaranteed. And it's between them two. Like it's something that I don't even think. Because you niggas that... used to be making out. So <laughs> something happened. So it's something. And I love Lil Wayne, but we're not going to act like we have not seen them pictures. You niggas used to be extremely close. so Very close. I mean, but $51 million would drive a wedge between anybody. So I hope y'all work it out. Whatever the domestic uh, issues may be, I hope it all gets resolved. Let's just not get violent, you know, because that's unnecessary, you know. And Didn't it's also, already send somebody to shoot up Wayne's store? Let's not get violent again is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and... um. You know, it's just, it's un- it's unnecessary. It's inappropriate. Man. It's also like randomly an episode of The Boondocks. So let's just not Gangsta do that. Delicious. You know, we don't need to do that. It just, I don't like to insinuate that they, you know, had something going on romantically. But this is like every lesbian breakup I've ever had. I'm not saying that they did have anything going on romantically. I never even thought of, I never even thought that when I had seen those No, I'm just saying because I said they made out. I don't want people to yeah. think that I'm like calling them gay, but they acting like lesbians. They are definitely acting like a, a bitter breakup. Man. Um, but like you said, I think that that's more about ego and nigga, you gonna give me my money and right. at the end of the day, like, you know that I wanted my album to sound like this and you don't really understand my perspective on hip-hop or whatever. It's always, it's gonna be some dumb shit where probably a grown-ass woman, somebody's mama or auntie is gonna have to pull them into a room yeah. and sit down and or make them Or something tragic to is gonna other. have to happen, which is just sad. Don't let Hopefully it get to that, that point. But, like, it seems like when niggas have a real beef, a lot of times that's the only thing that can get two people somebody in Somebody gotta die. Right. Or Big somebody's or grandma gotta come in and be like, now I could die next week <laughs> and I don't want to see you hoes arguing. Like right. it's one of they gotta take my foot. You just never know. Cause a nigga can't ever just be like, you know what? You hurt my feelings. <laughs> right. Niggas can't never you just be broke vulnerable. My heart. <laughs> when you said you wasn't gonna put out the car to five, that hurt me. Or whatever the issue is. I don't even know what's wrong with these niggas, but like nobody can just say, Hey, my feelings are hurt. That really Again, I don't know you if made me cry. Birdman could have fucked one of Wayne's Somebody's feelings are hurt. You don't do all this. Who knows? I have no clue. Good luck. Godspeed. This could all be over Nivea for all I care. I I don't know. I don't know is what I'm saying. And I don't care to find out. Do Nivea have babies by both of them? No, no. It could be. She has kids with Wayne. I think she has one kid with Wayne. Yeah, and one with somebody else. The dream. The dream. I think two kids with the dream, but I could be wrong. You know what? And I ain't heard one word from Nivea since then. <laughs> Not because the girl. The I'm actually just sitting at home. 
with her million go dollar babies. No more, bitch. <laughs> I don't have to do a goddamn thing, girl. Nivea played it smart. She I sure tell did. you what, she played it fucking. And still smart. has R and B classics. Pregnant by a producer, nigga. Especially the dream. The well, dream and Wayne. Girl, girl, girl. And she's fun. I like her. When? Um. So. <laughs> so um. There's a show called The Real. Um, with an L at the end, and they are on. Not to be mistaken CBS, for CBS, NBC, uh, Fox. I don't know. One of the they're on something, and something that, it's not ABC. That's all I know. It's not ABC, but they're on another. I think it's CBS. Who cares? They run reruns on BET, and that's the only time I'd be hearing about it because I'd be seeing it on my guide late at night when everybody's asleep except me. So the point is, Tamar Braxton was a part of this show. She was recently fired from the program. <laughs> um, so now all that's left is Tamara Mori, uh, one of the Cheetah Girls, Adrian Balon. Jenny somebody and her yeah so you know people apparently had feelings about this the Tay Martians had feelings about this the rest of us did not care and apparently the other girls on the panel felt away um, especially Tamara. You know, Dustin says that Tamara and Tamar are really, really good. Oh, yeah. Friends. I was listening to the friend zone and I heard Dustin's very passionate. He's quite upset. He's quite upset. He's upset about it. He is mad. Um, so, you know, she left. There's this whole like messy whatever going on, but the real released some statements saying that they mutually decided. For Tamar to not show up for the third season and that she's leaving in order to concentrate on her solo career. Blah, 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 blah. Now, Tamar and her folks um, are calling bullshit on that. Of course. Um, and saying that she just got fired. So the re- the story that I read um, basically says that she was fired because... She embarrassed them in front of a sponsor. I think the show does some shit with Pinterest. They mm-hmm. have like some game that they play segment. on the show that's sponsored by Pinterest. And one of the games that they played, I think they had Holly Holmes on the show. Something happened. And Tamar apparently was like pissed that they lost the game or something like that. <laughs> And oh, allegedly was like snapping on some producers, like how y'all gonna let Holly Holmes just randomly like I don't know if they get like a bonus in their check if they win that game or what happens. Or right, whatever, it must be some money for you to be acting like this. They said that the, that clip had to be heavily edited because she was like doing too much, and the 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 reps from Pinterest were there, and so this was in front of the mm. Pinterest people and. Super embarrassing for the advertisers. And then there's also allegedly some people who are trying to say that, like, from the real, they're trying to say that they did some focus group or research groups or whatever saying that the viewers don't identify with Tamar. They don't live for her. They think that she's too ghetto and loud. And uh, they don't see it. And so, basically, Mm -hmm. she's not... 
meshing well with advertisers, and that's why they got rid of her. Now, I don't live for Tamar like that, and I do think that Tamar is extra, but at the same time, I feel like that... What I read, it seems like there's more to that story to me. Because I watched a little clip of her, and she did seem like over it more than necessary. But again, Tamar is just extra. So that didn't seem like, like, girl, why are you acting like that? It just seemed like, that to me, that's just how Tamar is. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's more to the story, and they don't want to say exactly what it's probably is. a combination of everything. It's probably a combination of like a bad attitude. I'm certain Tamar. Well, I'm not gonna say for sure because I don't know her, but I would not be surprised if Tamar Braxton had like an attitude on set or was like a diva, okay, sure late yeah. shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then it may be an issue if that whole Pinterest story is true. I'm sure the advertisers were like, "Who is this bitch? Like, why is she acting like this?" I'm. If there's an issue with focus groups or whatever, I don't know about that. But, but it wasn't like she was like, fuck Pinterest. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right, no, but it's just an, it's an it's issue. It's embarrassing of, in, to be in right, front of the I mean, and if you, like if it's hard for people who produce and work on a TV show to work with you, obviously that's going to have an influence on whether you stay on the show or not. But probably more than anything else, Tamar was costing them a lot of money and not making it back. Like, I just have to think it's a business decision more than anything else. Because but, why else would you do it? But my thing is, what I'm I've certain read, Tamar is highest paid on that panel, and then isn't Vince also an executive be. producer on that show? So that's two checks going. Is to, he? Yeah, Vince is an executive producer on the reel. So that's two, at least two checks going from the network to Tamar Braxton's house. Like, and then if it's true about the advertisers, then it's we're paying you the most, and you're costing us money. Like, so then I could see it. But I don't really know because, like I said, I've never seen that show. I'm not a Tamar fan. I didn't give a damn one way or the other about her getting fired. Me neither. So, I mean, I just sat right on back in my business because I did not care and still don't. I saw her Instagram post. I thought, that's appropriately dramatic for you. This is right on brand. And then, you know, evidently she unfollowed everybody from the show except Tamara, and that got everybody riled up thinking that the other girls. Well, yeah, because apparently she had like some group chat with them and they didn't respond back on time. And then Lonnie Love posted a video on on YouTube talking about what happened from her perspective. And she was up there looking like a bag of grapes. And I didn't see that. Was she saying that? So I mean, but she this said whole that thing she about... was sleeping. She needed to take a nap. <laughs> she needed a nap before her Me. show. <laughs> the cheetah girl was out of town. Lonnie her said phone I was, was asleep, girl. <laughs> and so everybody couldn't respond in time. And they said that they had no idea. They didn't know until Tamar texted them about it, saying that she got fired. Damn. So, which makes sense too. I don't know why y'all think the three of them could go to the network and be like, "Fire Tamar," and that would actually work. Like that's not. That's not how that works. Networks don't make cast decisions like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, not the bad girls. Not, especially not if the, the three of world. them are like not even as popular socially as Tamar is. Like, I, I refuse to believe anybody on that show had a higher check than Tamar. I, I don't I, think I, I wouldn't do. see why. So, from a business standpoint, I can see how CBS probably did was just like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and let it go because it's not. Worth I mean, it. if you fire somebody, you fire somebody. People get fired all the time, but I would just hope that it's not something that's just like mean and messy. Because regardless of how I feel about her or anybody else, it would be fucked up for you to have, you know, especially for Tamar who has been like living to get up out of Tony Braxton's shadow for however long yeah. and she finally gets this little gig and she's doing her little solo separate thing. 
I probably would feel a way too if it was just like out of nowhere, like, okay, girl, well, bye, bitch. And then on top of that, we're going to tell everybody that we both decided for you to be gone when, girl, we kicking your ass up out this bitch and your parking spot is no longer well, yours. Well, that's a courtesy to say that we decided to part ways instead yeah, of saying it is. we let that bitch go. But I'm just saying, like, I would hope that it's not like, you know, some shady, mean shit behind the door. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I, I would care. too, I like but no I mean, way. media networks have a long history of being shitty to black women so I wouldn't be surprised if it was something fucked up going on underneath I'm just saying if the thing about the advertisers is true then I can definitely see it well Tamar you can get back to the singing good luck girl I mean well you'll be fine regardless I'm sure something else will come Tamar's way she'll be just fine because I mean you're still the only singer on that panel who can actually sing I mean Tamara can sing better than some of the actual singers on that panel and she ain't even a singer singer wait they're supposed to be singers well no not well she sings one of the other girls sings Tamara can sing. Okay. Um, Tamara, Tamara and Tamara can sing. Okay. Well, I had no idea. to. Well, I mean, I guess in old episodes of Sister Sister, they did used to perform all the time. The Mori sisters can low-key blow. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why they be keeping it to themselves. Them girls can sing. Tamara is like the... Republican one, right? With the white husband and the mixed kids. She does have a white Republican husband yeah. and mixed kids. Yeah. I don't know if she's Republican too, but I would imagine she is. I figured Tamar just unfollowed the rest of them because Tamara was her only real friend on the show. Right. And, and very so once clearly, you're done with the show, I'm unfollowing the show and the people on it that I didn't care about. I literally only spoke to y'all. That when makes we did total sense. Rehearsal, <laughs> like, so. I only followed y'all because people expected me to. And now that I don't have to no more, I'm not going so, to. Goodbye. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm not mad at her for that. I do that too. Oh, well, you'll be fine, girl. All right, is that it? No. Oh. <laughs> we got like okay. three more. Shut me up. So, um, this woman named Karen King got arrested. <laughs> KK! So, um, Karen KK King, uh, for those of you who may skim through or past Love and Hip Hop Atlanta this season, <laughs> she's this older black lady who's always holding a really furry dog. Um... She has two sons on the show. One of the sons is fucking multiple women and Carly Red. I'm sure the other one is too. Yeah, probably. But the other one's like on the show fucking multiple women um, and Carly Red. Either way, this woman, Karen King, the mom, was arrested in the middle of a party. Like there's video footage of her being walked out in cuffs mm-hmm. because according to reports, she... Was at Saks Fifth Avenue at Phipps Plaza. It would be Phipps Plaza. Because where else would you where be? Where else would you go? Right. <laughs> scamming. Scamming. High quality scamming. As soon as KK walked in, they should have known. Like, you don't, you're not going to be scamming. You're not going to be KK scamming at Lennox, bitch. <laughs> not at Lennox, Not girl. at Underground. Not you're not at going to Lennox, Little Five Point Scamming, bitch. You're going to Phipps. Because that's where the scamming goes down. Because you have to spend federal money. <laughs> so. Oh, girl. Apparently, they're saying Lady KK was actually in cahoots with an employee at Saks who knew... Which makes sense. ...that there was a credit card that was fraudulent that she was using to rack up close to $5,000 and some shit, I guess, to wear for her reunion outfit or confessionals, whatever. I don't know. What I don't understand is KK never looks like she's dressed expensively. <laughs> I don't get... <laughs> she looks like she uh, she attempts to dress expensi- expensively, but she's just so tacky that it comes right on through, and it just I've I've I can't say anything kind about that the way that woman looks or acts because just find her she gives me like completely terrible. She's like one of those those moms that 
I don't know if she had kids young because I don't know how old she is, but she seems like one of those moms that like didn't really get to experience their youth the way that they wanted to. And so now they're trying to like... Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? My friend's mama was like that. She was like always trying to not really be down, but still trying to be like younger. Like right. She, she was like, like she would talk about people her age, like they were old and whack. And we'd be like, right. you old and whack too, girl. Like <laughs> Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> yeah. Like Blanche fucking Deborah. Like that one lady who's like f- clearly pushing 50 who's in line free before 11, like waiting right. to the end. It's like, what are you Still doing? Still going here? to college to have parties. A good time. <laughs> it's like, absolutely, you can't have a good time, but it's just, that's what she gives me, is all I'm yeah, saying. I don't no, know I if get there's it. anything wrong with I it. I get but it. My only thing is, as a woman who is, is supposed to have like a criminal background already, and you have a show that's on TV right now, I don't even understand why he would play that type of game. Like that that doesn't make sense to me. Right. You already have literal cameras and federal eyes on you. Right. Why would you be at Fifth Scamming? And she was on this flyer for the party, like very heavily advertised. Karen King is gonna be at this party at this night. So the police were like, cool. <laughs> We'll just go first. Right. (laughs) We're not even going to anybody's residence because we know where to go and find this Right. We don't even have to. I mean, cameras are rolling and that's fine. We'll just go ahead and escort you right on out of here, young lady. I don't know when she did this. I don't know if it was before filming started for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta or how long. It could be. That's a good point. Maybe so. But like, girl, I mean, this is just nobody is surprised. This is this whole family does nothing but make bad decisions on camera and off. Like they always have been. This is not her first time going to jail, being arrested, none of this shit. So, all right, girl. That show. It'll be in the storyline next season. I guarantee you Mona's writing this shit up right now. Mona needs to just cut the shit and just fucking have somebody turn these things into a scripted series and get actual actors to do it. I'm so tired. Like, I don't want to see a show of all of these motherfucking random tandem ass whoever the fuck has no integrity ass niggas come on here and do, and pretend to date this person and pretend to be friends with this person it's like what is the point right. of watching something that's supposed to be reality if it's not real and we all know it ain't real so you might as well get niggas who can actually act who have teeth to come and do this stuff it just doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me like it's not fun well you know one of her sons is actually going to jail now like I think he's in jail now but the storyline is that he's getting ready to go to prison and he was getting ready to go to prison long before filming so that's not and that's no shade like you can tell the parts of these shows that are real and the parts that are made up things like that like when Mendeecees had to go to prison and all that stuff you can watch it's like well clearly nobody's going to prison for Mona (laughs) like that's nobody's sitting up in court for Mona Scott so obviously you can tell the parts that are real and the parts that are fake but the parts that are fake are so fake and so dumb and so horribly pulled together that it's just like this is not even fun this right. is so stupid and horrible to watch. But the fact that they are this trashy, like they are terrible, and she capes for her sons even when they are dead ass wrong, and her son is a terrible misogynist and like just a shithead on the show, and then he's got this crazy girlfriend. The fact that they are all willing to act like this is exactly why Mona put them on TV, and the fact that they continue to act like this, and it's like the whole damn family is trash, is why they'll be on next season too. Like, People love garbage. People love to tune in and watch other niggas fuck up their lives. I just can't imagine how much money you can possibly be getting paid for this to be willing to go along, because I've already heard back, you know, plenty of black backstage tea 
about who ain't even dating this person and who ain't even really fucking that person and who was cast in the role of this and they ain't actually met this bitch before. Like, motherfuckers are on there crying and shedding tears over shit that they don't give a fuck about because they're literally just paid to be there and do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not fun. That's not what anybody... If I'm gonna watch it, you can watch a trashy-ass reality show with real authentic trash because there are trashy people. Look at Black Ink Crew. Black Ink Crew is trashy as hell. And that is some real garbage. It's real bad. But I watch it. (laughs) It's good. It is good. And it's still way more fun because it's like, okay, they're a hot-ass mess, but I know that this argument and these fist flying is over some real shit like sky and that girl they just fighting some, but they just some dumb niggas like they just do some dumb shit on that show like it's they fun just, it's, it's just like it's fun and hilarious and dutch is trying to act like this girl raped her like girl you were drunk and another bitch ate your pussy so and sky what? popped homegirl in the face because she didn't have the money for that room that's oh, that real, was real that argument. was real shit right you really will get popped in your face by some shit like that fucking with a room and that bitch. shit started before camera before filming because they came back from commercial and all of a sudden it was like i'm about to whoop this hoe's ass because she don't have my money and I was like whoa what <laughs> like that's different I can't deal with the fake shit it's not fun anyway so at the time that this article was posted Lady King is was being held on $30,000 bond and her court date is on June 7th oh, so God. we'll see if she also good luck and God bless locked up <laughs> just ugh. Huh, her dumb ass son had weed while he was on parole like y'all just just like make better choices. Selling weed on parole. Selling. <laughs> so you wanted to go back to jail. You were like, can I go back? Three years at least. What for what? In Georgia. Girl, y'all just Where the sen- it's five to thirty years right. for it's, that. Which so is wild. She had to emphasize that, like, look, this nigga could go to thirty. So if I were you I would go in there real humble and be aiming at that five. Like, come on. 30 years and for weed. About, and now I got to serve this this sentence for... Not even I'm saying watching. the law is fair, but nigga, you know the terms of your parole. I know you do. Right. It's not to say that the law isn't fucked up and there are lots of these things need to be changed. But nigga, you were still on parole and you decided to sell weed anyway. Like, you know that that violates your parole. Why would you even do that? It's just, it doesn't... I don't get I don't know. this family, but you know, whatever. Whatever. Maybe he ain't even actually in jail. That nigga might be locked oh, up somewhere his... like Arrested Development. He's probably in some <laughs> attic. Well, the picture I saw, it looked like real life prison. Because they cut off all his hair. And he's significantly uglier. They did? Yes. He's Thank way God. uglier. Oh, is he? Yeah. I mean, I never thought he was cute anyway, but I could kind of almost see what y'all was talking about. Maybe if he brushed his teeth. Let me Google it. But, mm-mm. No. His mugshot is bad. Or whatever they call it once you're inside. ID picture. I don't know. Orange is the new. Mm-mm. Ebony. <laughs> no way. There's an All the Way Up remix, um, which is Fat Joe and Remy Ma. I haven't heard it yet. Featuring Jay Z. Um, it just came out, I think, yesterday. It's on Tidal. Hot 97 was playing oh, it title. all of yesterday. On the song, I won't quote any of it since you haven't heard it yet. No, it's okay. You can spoil it for me. Jay-Z has the first verse and he says, you know, you made it when the fact your marriage made it is worth millions. Lemonade is a popular drink and it still is. Something else. I I just. <laughs> Wait, that's the line? Lemonade is a popular drink and it There's still is? There's a couple of little lines in here that are, like at the end he says um, something about never going to let the le- elevator take us down or something like that, which I thought was kind of funny. That's cute. 
Um, and a little Prince nod. Yeah, all together, it's like a pretty, you know, acceptable Jay-Z verse. And I thought that it was a fun way of him doing a current New York record and addressing the Lemonade stuff at the same time. It's very clear that he and his wife have been good for some time. But at the same time, his wife said, I'm making an album out right. of this. <laughs> and you're just going to have to fucking deal with it, nigga. Oh, well. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, well. I'm glad he seems to be expressing gratitude for his marriage making it. Good job, sir. Like, he's, at least he seems to know. Yes. All right. Um, Gold star for you. And last but not least, Christopher Brown has been going through it with his baby's mother, uh, Nia something. The child's mother had been going back and forth with him about getting full custody or some kind of custody battle with the with the dad because she's saying that Chris got too many gang niggas over the house and be doing drugs mm. and well. it's not the environment for a baby. The judge disagrees. Mm. So I guess nothing has really changed. And oh yes, I'm sorry. I'm jumping back to the Jay Z thing. He said something about um, blue looking like Pac in a tub. You remember that picture of Pac where he was in the tub and he had oh, a whole yes, bunch of gold all yes. over him? Oh, okay. I thought that was hilarious. That's adorable. Um, yes. Chris Brown. What? Did he do something with his baby? Is this about- Well, they were going back and forth. Okay, so first thing that I saw, they have been doing this custody thing for a minute. Um, and I guess the custody is not changing. I don't think that either one of them has full custody or whatever, but they're just going to continue sharing custody. I think maybe they were trying to say that he was, she was trying to get full custody and she was trying to get some amount of money, blah, blah, blah. She's saying on Instagram that it wasn't even about the money, but she wanted to get a nanny for the baby that they both could agree on. And the reason that she said that is because while she doesn't say this outright, she implies that his mother was telling her that, look, these niggas are over here saying all kinds of Sue Whoop or Sub Whoop. <laughs> and I don't know what any of it means and I don't like it. Oh, so Chris's mom is doing something responsible. She's saying okay. that her his mom called her and was telling her all, all of right. these things. And so she went to, you know, the courts or whatever yeah. to try and get this stuff figured out. And then once the courts shit got to rolling... Mama Brown was like, oh, I don't know what you talk about, bitch. So classic. And she asked for money because her lawyer suggested she asked for money. And so blah, blah, blah. Here I am. Oh, well, all right. Also, there was a photo, I think, that she posted of royalty at like ballet. I can't get over this child's name being money. It just is amazing. Why don't you just call her petty cash? She's right. It's right there. It's just it's money. Her name is money. It's a check you get. It's, I'm sorry. Residual income. It's just like, I'm sorry. Um, Woo. But what a beautiful child. She is adorable. She posted a photo of the baby at like ballet. And she's in like a little black tutu outfit or whatever. And she's sitting down. She looks over the entire universe. She does. Um, And Chris left comment and said something like, I just don't understand how you could dress a child in an outfit like this. She's two. What the fuck is your problem, bitch? And that kind of he didn't say that. I'm paraphrasing. No, but I actually saw this and I was just like, how dumb can you get? Like, Clearly she's at a dance class, nigga. You don't see the tutu? She's in a two 
tube. <laughs> now, how? Now, listen. <sighs> I don't have no kids. However, I will say that as a dad and a hoe, I can understand why you would be like, nah. More you know as a saying? hoe than as a dad. I mean, but I feel like like a lot of dads may it may not, I don't even know if it was like the just the tutu because like the way that she was sitting, you could see like her whole little thigh and stuff like that. And while she could literally have been wearing a, a glad bag, inappropriate eyes are inappropriate eyes, and they're gonna look at things like that and just be gross regardless of what she actually has on. But I mean. I it was one of those things where I could see both sides. I mean, who doesn't post a picture of their kid at fucking dance class though? I don't think it's a big deal, but I also feel like you know, you as child's daddy, I don't, I just don't think either one of them are incorrect in their feelings. What I do think is both of them are incorrect for sharing their motherfucking feelings with us because nigga. I don't need to know. None of us need to know these things. You could have texted her and been like, girl, post a different picture. Like, post a different photo of her or and dance. what she had on. Because Chris clearly thought she was dressed for the club. Like, Chris was There's confused no way about the outfit. That. There's no way he thought that. I mean, he can't, he couldn't have, if he realized it was for dance class, I don't think he would have written that. It just doesn't make any sense. I and you know what? Some people, like even myself, I feel like some of the things that little girls dance in in dance class are like, I wouldn't put a little girl in otherwise. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not that it's like problematic because it's a fucking tutu, but I just, I feel like I can see both sides. It's just, I would have texted her and been like, I personally am uncomfortable with this photograph. Can you please take it down and post another one, please? Like and something like that. I can see that. that too as a parent, but I think for most men, that's really just like an internalized bias they have when it comes to girls over boys because... You put two three-year-old children, one girl and one boy, in a pair of shorts and let them run around. Like, they look the exact same. They have the same little toddler bodies. But people get freaked out over the little girl being topless and not the little boy. Like, people have. And as a girl who grew up with a bunch of, like, brothers and male cousins and shit, I was frequently not allowed to do the stuff that the boys could do just because I was a girl. Like, could not go outside after a certain time, couldn't go to the park and play basketball. Like, a whole bunch of stuff that I just could not do simply because I was a girl. And I just feel like a lot of times men take that shit and apply, like, unfair standards to their daughters that they don't apply to their sons. That's true. Because, I mean, like I said, if I was just scrolling by that photo and saw it, I wouldn't have thought nothing of it. But if it were my baby, I feel like, I think maybe I would. That's all I'm saying. I don't know for sure. I really don't. I just no, think I see what you're saying, but it didn't have to play out on Instagram. At all. It never does. But... Because at the end of the day, both y'all niggas hate each other. Like, you hate the sight of this woman. She probably feels the exact same way. Yet somehow you still manage to nut in her and create this whole entire human being. You know, so I feel like Chris has probably been very salty towards this woman for quite some time because he had a baby with her, which is his own goddamn fault in business, and caused him to leave... To get left. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Karuchi has left this nigga. She got a, apparently a job in fashion police. She's like, I'm trying to be out here and do the best that I can. Yeah, she in Sharknado. She's in Sharknado 7. <laughs> and she's coming for that ass. And she's a businesswoman. You know, ever since she left the city. Um, <laughs> and I think he really feels a way that she, like, really moved on and, like, really ain't talking to him no more. Because he of almost this doesn't baby. Believe it. Right, because of the baby. And so he, it's almost like he is is like super mad at the mama mad at her right um, like it's her fault like you didn't nut in her 
Like, you chose to do it. And then I saw her post something about, oh, well, we never, we never, I never said that we weren't using protection. He lied about using protection and I didn't know or something like that. So I was like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no. Why is that on the Internet? You're older than him. You're, everybody's an adult. How did that happen? Like, did he take it off and then you didn't, like... Wait, so he said he had a condom on, but he really didn't? You can't feel the difference? Again, that's what she's implying. Because she's trying to say, well, he lied about using protection. What? There's no... he said he was on the birth, on the pill? First of all, I don't think there's too many girls who would have slept with Chris Brown three years ago and demanded that he wear a condom. I just don't think so. I don't even think... (laughs) (laughs) That nigga would have had to wear a coat of arms. Anyway... I mean, if you love your body and your fucking your anyway, blood cells, I have to imagine that a penis feels different with a condiment without it. It does. So, I'm assuming you're not a virgin when you're having sex with him. And no, I'm not trying to blame her if that's actually true or no shit like that. Nobody's but like, blame no one can just, blame but anybody that's, for but anything. But that's where it goes. As soon as you start talking about shit like this, it's like, oh, don't blame the woman because she didn't know. Like, girl, I'm just asking because I don't know as somebody who has only fucked other girls, how this could happen. How you could not feel the difference. As someone who has only fucked other boys, I don't either. Okay. All right. Well, we're clueless together. Both of us are confused. We just don't get it, sis. It just doesn't need to happen. Break it down for us. You don't have to tell any of us any of these things. Right. But see, that didn't have to go on the internet at all. Why was that ever public information? Y'all already hate each other. The baby is here regardless. So who cares? It's hard enough to co-parent with somebody that you can't stand when don't nobody know who you are. So when you can't stand each other and you're trying to co-parent and you're telling millions of people your personal business for them all to make it even harder and worse. It's like, why would you even do that to yourself and your child? Keep your motherfucking business to yourself. Share that shit with each other. Send each other angry-ass iMessages or Snapchats or or mails or or court documents. (laughs) Whatever you had to do. Do that in private. That's the same thing we say all the time. Like, y'all have got to start getting some iMessage groups together and just hitting up your cousin and your sister and your best friend when you you are going through. You say that shit to him and Karuchi. Right. When you are frustrated, you need to call a friend and not get on fucking Twitter or Instagram or whatever the fuck else you niggas Snapchat. Leave it alone. Yes. That is what friends are for. And for (laughs) years we have been saying that Chris Brown doesn't seem to be surrounded by actual good friends. When his mama said it was nothing but Suwoo gangsters at his house, I have to believe it. It's nobody he can vent to emotionally. It's not he couldn't show that like, my nigga, would you let your daughter be on Instagram and this? Like you couldn't just handle that. Exactly. (laughs) With your friends. Like you don't have nobody you can talk to. You so mad at her, you trying to like y'all are just trying to go tit for tat and embarrass each other and you don't realize that it makes both of you look foolish. At the end of the day, you have to be working on ways to get closer to each other to at least be able to tolerate one another's presence so that you can raise this child child together healthy and all of those things but y'all would rather be on the shade room going back and forth and kikiing and making memes it's un- it's just right. it gets nothing everybody done. needs to grow up for little annuity payments sake alright you didn't even need to do that <laughs> well I'm finished that All right, literally the last one great let's take a break so we're back and it's time for the listener letters it sure is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we just may be able to read it aloud on the show our first question comes from, um, damn, how come I can never think of a name? 
Calliope. Sure. Calliope writes, my roommate moved out about a month ago and got a subleaser to replace her. But our lease ends in August, and I don't think she told the new girl who was moving in that we were all moving out in like three months. None of us met her or knew her before she moved in, and she didn't make any effort to contact us and ask how long we would be staying. One morning, I was talking with my other roommate about where we would move next, and the new girl was, quote, hurt by us that we were moving out because she just moved in and decided to then move back home and not pay any rent. You follow that? Yeah. So the subleaser has left the building. The girl who got the subleaser didn't make sure to put this new girl on the lease. So now she is still legally responsible to pay the rent. However, she is completely ignoring us. We've talked to our landlord and she said that legally the four of us, including the girl who moved out early, are on the lease and have to pay the rent or else our credit will be affected. So she has to, but she is just ignoring the entire issue and blocked us all on Facebook. I have no idea what to do with her. I'm really pissed because we were friends and she's just dipped out on us. I really want to ream her out or stick some crazies on her, but I doubt that would help. And I don't really know any crazies, to be honest. Okay, thanks. How do I get this lowlife woman to realize how trash she is being right now? Please help uh, Calliope. So... Well, girl, I think your landlord said it best, which is that the four of you are responsible for this. And that means if one of you isn't paying, then the other three of you are going to have to put in for that bitch or else your credit will be affected. I mean, you're going to have to sue her in small claims court to get your money back. That's truthfully how that's going to work. Right. That's that's the adult way of how that's really going to have to go down. You cannot just not pay her. Well, you can but you will suffer the consequences. You will suffer the consequences in three months. I don't know if that's enough time to evict or not based on where you live, but it's probably some situation where it's like a college type setup and it's four bedrooms with two bathrooms. And like, I get where it's coming from and they like separate the leases for you. Cause I had an apartment like that when I was in college, but like still, if the four of you are on it, well, clearly the leases aren't separate. If the four of you are on it, that means the other three of you are still going to have to come up with the other part of that money. This is why you don't sign leases with bitches. Like, especially four different people on a lease, child. That's a big-ass warning sign right there. That's no. a, And when she said she was going to move out, when the new girl came in, and y'all probably too young to know this, all of y'all, all five of y'all should have went down to the leasing office and got that shit switched over. Like, that's not just some, oh, girl, you handle it, and some other girl just moves in type shit. Like, not when it comes to legally binding documents. Which is information that I'm sure you wish you knew before then. But at this point, it's like if you ask him for what you can actually do that isn't illegal, like punching her in the face, you're going to have to sue her. I mean, I don't have anything other <laughs> options. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's really sorry. one of the two, honestly. Right. And I, clearly I mean, you know, we love suggest. to tell y'all to go beat people's asses. But even still. I don't love to tell people that. Yes, we do. But even still, that's not going to solve the issue of you have to pay this rent. Like, I mean, I, it's not going to take it's that It's coming part from away. someone. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to later, go give her her money. You're paying the rent. <laughs> so just pay it. Do the best that you can. Woo, God and go help. get your money Mm-mm. from her the white people way. God help. Right. Because that's not, it's not 
There's no other way for that to work out. It just won't. Good luck and let us know. The fact that she blocked y'all all on Facebook. <laughs> that to me was like over, but like that's really right. trying. And it. she's probably like, well, that's not my business no more. Ask the other bitch about it. But she didn't handle business either. Like she exactly. did not make sure that she was off the lease before she went and signed another one like she should have. So she is going to have to deal. And if that means court costs and all that other shit, then that's just what it means. Hopefully y'all can break something down before then but explain to her that she doesn't get to just pretend this goes away because if she ain't paying now she gonna pay later but one way or another she gonna give you your money you can always call judith shineland who judith shineland it sounds like the name of a very oh okay i was about to say that sounds like the name of a very high-powered attorney how do you know judge judy's real because i stand for judge judy are you fucking insane i mean i like the show and all but like (laughs) and they say her name at the beginning of every fucking episode you're right they do now that you said it i can hear it in that man's voice anyway good luck sis let us know how it goes our next letter comes from sansa stark the worst of the starks Sansa is not the Sansa. Uh, sorry, not Sansa. All right, so it's Sansa's clearly a thing bad. I don't know. It's she's, it's she's pretty bad. It's um it's Game of Thrones, isn't it? Yes. I don't know if she's is she the worst. She's pretty bad. Their mama was really bad. Their mother was stupid. All of them are pretty dumb. Yeah. So poor guys. Sansa here uh, gives some background information. She's been going on interviews at like tech type jobs and this sort of thing Mm -hmm. and so she says one of the interviews has turned into a pretty attractive offer good play flexibility i get to use the skills i love i have creative freedom i work in an environment that i have control over the people seem cool all this great stuff there's just one thing the company has a poster of george zimmerman holding an ak-47 propped up in the hallway I actually don't know what kind of gun it is, but it's really big, and George looks really happy holding it. And I would have to see it every single day that I went to the office. I initially saw it while I was taking an office tour, and the guy giving the tour walked right past it like it was just any old photo. My God. As you can imagine, this makes me uncomfortable. And to make it more interesting, there is a room in the office called The Vault, which is full of nothing but wall-to-wall high-power guns. I'm not sure what that has to do with this, um, especially, but... So, your question is when So, the question... She says she's talked to a few friends about it, and they've given mixed advice from, like, stay and build a rapport and then find the best way to explain why this is wrong. And then some friends are like, this sounds cool, except for the poster. And then some are like, girl, fuck it. It's not worth it. So, she's asking I'm that girl. (laughs) She's... So, I think the issue is that she's kind of like in a rock or a hard place as far as like choosing whether to get a job now and money issues and all this other sort of stuff so she's asking what would you do do i accept the job offer because the job is good without the shrine and i really do need money soon make a strong stand and turn down the offer or just turn down the offer and start my own business so and with any of any of these options should i tell the people at this company about themselves i would appreciate your brutal clarity if I accept, my start date would be next week. Sincerely, Sansa. Maybe that's why. I don't know if Sansa was ever in a situation similar to this because I don't know that She's show. But suffered far worse than that. Okay. So, girl. But if you did take the job, you would be just as dumb as her and her family. <laughs> I Let me not say that. I don't get the reference, but... um. I just I'm asking I'm trying to ask myself okay like if I was on an island and I was starving and there was nothing to eat 
Except for, like, a cheeseburger sitting in the mouth of a bear. Yeah. Would I dive into this bear's mouth and hopefully get this burger and have something to eat? Or would I just keep looking? Like, what would I do? Either way, you're going to die, probably. So, I mean, there's just a very great chance I'll die if I try to get this burger. That's true. That's true. Or maybe I'll keep looking and I'll find a burger that's not in a, ba- a, ma- a bear's mouth. That's like true. You could be optimistic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you just like, I don't, it depends on where you want to go with life. I just feel like if I were you, I would tell them NRA niggas and RNA because, bitch. Right. First of all, the room full of the guns. That's in a white establishment. Why would you have guns at work? Because like, one of the company's clients is a combat simulator and the guns are used for training videos. No. You know what? Just no. That's a no. <laughs> what the fuck? So they keep them on display in the office because of that reason? That don't make no fucking sense. That just is no. No. Girl, no. That seems like a front for the clan. But as an Oklahoman, I'm far more comfortable with a room full of guns than I am a poster of George Zimmerman. I just... Same. With a gun or not, just, George I'm not Zimmerman's going to... face... I'm not going to no white job. I'm not going. And you have to be around white people all day, too? And guns and a George Zimmerman poster. Never Clearly, mind. it's a white job because black people would just never do that. Never mind. It just, there's no good reason for George Zimmerman to be the poster. I can't even believe that they have a poster of that man up at work and they're having people come in for interviews and Mm-mm. just to. That be lets able me to know your it. whole company culture is just not. I can't even believe. Well, she's pretty light skinned. I'm like, I don't know how you even <laughs> got in the door, girl, because. Look at this fucking George Zimmerman. She's lying. I just, you think so? Because that just seems like. I just, that, what? Okay, girl. I just, I, I don't think that. If you're telling the truth, then do you. However I much wouldn't. money it is or however badly you need it. I understand needing a job. Like, we all have to work. But this is just. That's almost like how we be talking about moving into a gentrified building. Like, I might be comfortable and have X, Y, and Z, but at the end of the day, I just feel like I'm a part of some bullshit. Of course I want, you know, stainless steel appliances and a a wide layout and, and like, a building where air conditioning and heat are controlled, like, by me and, like, there aren't a bunch of window units everywhere and it's not... Like, of course I want nice things, but do I want to live with a bunch of gentrifiers? No, I don't. And that's not worth it. And having to walk... Where a whole bunch of motherfuckers are going to ask me, "Am I? do you live in this building? Right. Yeah, I have a right. key. Am I going to, right, do I want to deal with that after a long day in fucking New York City you coming sure home and here? dealing with white people? Hell yes. no. I live here. Hell no. I live, I live here and I make more than you. Now what? Now what's really Did good? You have Why are you, questions? do you live here? <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just... I could not. I could not. I could not do it. The gun thing, I could... Um, like, uh, in a perfect world, no Carrie Hilson, I may be able to be like, okay, the Never gun Carrie thing the, the gun thing is very strange. But I really need a job. That George Zimmerman poster is, like, Mm-mm. that's a completely Mm-mm. different statement Mm-mm. than having guns because of whatever client or whatever. Like, having a picture of a murderer up on your fucking wall at work right. holding a fucking gun which he when he should never even be able to look at guns ever again is such a fuck you statement especially somebody who just sold people. a gun the gun that he used to kill this boy I like, never even wanted to mention that because right. that's so it's just heinous. so bad like it's that just is just evil but it is up to you girl whatever if you feel gets like you can walk in there every night, day 
You can walk in that building every day and look them people in the eye knowing that they have no problem walking past this. Mm-mm. Sis, I don't I don't know how you can do that, but if so, And if Sansa's black. She, Sansa's black. And she has a I don't think it's fake simply because it it's coming from her real email address and her name, her real name is like very distinguishable. So, I'm certain if I googled it real quick, she would come up in Google as like a tech person. So I don't think she's lying about it. I just don't understand how this is even something that you are contemplating, girl. Like, could yeah, you I'm really confused. sit in an office with people who feel that way? Like, they have no problem with this? If they would have a big-ass picture of George Zimmerman up on their wall like that, imagine the dumb shit that they will say to you, around you, that you're going to have to deal with, right? like, on a regular basis. God just gives you flags, and they be bright red, girl. And that was what that was. It was a big, bright red right. flag. Rouge. Don't do it, sis. I don't care how much the check is. It's, the check is not always worth it. Blood red, like the blood that I would like to see flow from every orifice in George Zimmerman's body. That's really it. You have all the money in the world, but if you can't sleep at night, what the hell is the point? Our last question comes from Apollonia, who says, I have a friend named Monica who is great to hang out with one-on-one, but when it comes to bringing her around social groups, I get stressed out because she easily pushes other people's buttons. Not everybody's got one of those. She, I mean... I probably am somebody's one I know I'm one. She's very loud and can be rather obnoxious. Yep. So it is me. My boyfriend particularly cannot stand her. Yep. And there have been others who would rather not take part in socializing with her. Again, she's fine one-on-one, but she is not a fan favorite. My dilemma is this. A mutual friend is coming home for the weekend. And me and my friend have put together plans to kick it with her boyfriend, who will also be visiting. Since the boyfriends will be with us, we don't want to tell Monica anything about us hanging out. Because remember, the boyfriend does not like her ass. We think it's best to keep it all low key and not do anything such as posting pictures on social media or talking about it. It feels like the only option, but we also feel kind of weird and bad about it. Have you ever had a friend like Monica? If so, how did you handle it? And do you have any advice for me? Thanks, Apollonia. Well, girl, I feel like I usually am the friend. No, well, not not as far as I know you as a friend. You are. but We have a couple of friends who are. Like, we don't even have to right not to give like super personal or anything but there are just some people you know they don't mesh well with somebody else who is definitely going to be invited to the function so you just don't invite that friend but that friend has to be mature enough to understand why they aren't being invited and be cool with it right I feel it shouldn't like- be a secret like y'all being secretive is why you feel bad exactly you should be able to go to monica and be like listen girl you know we love you you are a bitch but old dude is coming in town the boyfriends are kicking it or whatever and no shade we just they don't like you and it is what it is i wouldn't even need to say that you you know like oh well they don't like you i would probably just um you know, for the sake of that person's, I don't know what their feelings are like or, you know, how sensitive they are or not. Mm. But you could say something as simple as, you know, y'all wouldn't mesh well together. Yeah. Are you, you know, I don't, they're not really your type of people. Well, they already know. The boyfriend already knows he does. They, they've met before and the boyfriend does not like her. So, But does she know that the boyfriend don't like her? I don't know that. That's I what I'm saying. Like, like, you could say to her that, oh, well, you know, I just don't, you know, I don't think that... <laughs> yeah i lost it i don't know i right i'm not really sure how you can yeah that's not gonna work and i've been accused of having low emotional intelligence which i think means i don't know how to say things in a kind way that is sensitive to other people's feelings okay which 
I accept because I know how I am. And I try. But even when I try, it's still people are like, I can tell you tried to be gentle and you just. <laughs> Sometimes the trying is even worse. <laughs> it is because it's almost like I know that you are like fighting so to just weird. say it the bitchy way. Like you're fighting not to say it the bitchy way. Like I can see <laughs> that you internally are just saying, oh, God, I wish I could just say it. The way I want to, but people care God about things me. and they have sensitivity. God is working on me. I'm trying so hard to say things in like a way that is best for the person who's hearing it. So you I'm know, worse, I hardly try. <laughs> and you don't hide your disgust when people you don't. But like see, come I around. cannot do that. I choose to not try most of the time <laughs> when I verbally say something not nice. Because it's just a waste of time. Okay. It takes too much longer to try and Got figure it. out the nice way to say things sometimes. I can at least sit around in a room with somebody else I don't like. I think that's harder for men to do. I don't know why, but I've noticed that my male friends seem to have a harder time of just like peacefully coexisting in the same room with somebody Gay they man. really have a problem with. Straight men? No. Really? I don't no. feel like straight men usually care that much. They got to, like, really not like somebody. Yeah, it would have to be, like, a real deep issue. Probably, like, this girl's boyfriend and and Monica. Because the boyfriend seems to have, like, a zero tolerance policy. She might be, like, real, real ratchet and obnoxious. And every time they go somewhere, she's I mean, she's like, she can be, she is very loud and can be obnoxious. I get it. Right. So it's just like, you know what, girl? We're going to sit this one out. You know, um, we're going to have you sit this one out, rather. (laughs) Um, And we're going to just go do this. You know, Hopefully Monica is mature enough to understand that her personality is not for everybody. If my friends came and was like, look, girl, we don't want you to get your feelings hurt, but it's going to be a bunch of Snapchats and Instagram pictures from everybody hanging out. And, you know, you know that you and Medea do not get along. So the reason that you're not see, coming for the festivities they don't know is because... That. But I see, just, but she, then she needs to... Don't you think she deserves to know? Like, that they don't like her? I mean... So which is worse, seeing all your friends having fun on social media? I'm not saying you shouldn't say anything. I'm just saying that you don't need to say that they don't like you because if that might hurt. Well, because why am I not invited then? I would just. I'm just saying I would say it in a different way for the sake of my friends' feelings. Like I would just be like, you know what, y'all, your personalities just don't mesh, or you know, you a little too turned up for them. You know what I'm saying? Like you you are like you're you're way too much of you're too much of a party for them. That like your pacing is too much. Say it in a way that Monica would not be offended by. Yes, because you're just like them niggas don't like you. It's like, well, God damn, you know what I'm saying? Right, and I I could feel that that was a lot, but I did not know how to say. It's the easier way to say (laughs) because it's the truth. why don't I just say it instead of trying to dress it up? I get it. <laughs> right. I'm just saying people like to be, you know. Uh, yeah, you like feel guilty nice. about it because you're like planning to hide it from her and be all secretive and all this. And I don't think it has to be all that. Yeah, but, no. You know, then again, your friend may be the real dramatic type and she finds out she's not invited and she's going to throw a whole huge hissy fit. and all Definitely this, say so. something. Yeah, say something, girl. It's no point in y'all trying to be like, okay, girl, nobody tweet for the next worse. three and a half days. That like, makes you look fake. <laughs> Right. So, uh, good luck, Apollonia. Let us know how it goes. Send your questions to ask the read at the, what is it? Ask, ask the read, read at That's it. And we'll be back. Okay. So, it's time for the read. That's true. It is. Do you have a read this week? No. I'm trying to really. I feel but like... I will just freestyle something. Okay. Well, why not? So, um,. I think that there are a large amount of people who 
um, are offended by other people having a good time. You know, like those people who like will go out somewhere and they'll see somebody who is like dancing their ass off or drinking or jumping up and down on the couch, oh, yeah. just enjoying their life. And they'll be over in the, the corner with the side eye, right. like, why is this bitch so gleeful? The fuck wrong with this hoe? Why are they in such a good goddamn mood? Because we're at a party and I'm drunk and high and they just played work. And so here I am enjoying my life, girl. Why don't you try it out? I just don't think that there's any reason for you uh, to be miserable by somebody else being super excited and having a good time and i think that a lot of did somebody judge you in the club hell no you can if they did bitch i didn't know oh not to your face i'm way telling my motherfucking zone to be concerned with which one of you hoes as it should be like i'm not concerned with you i'm concerned with me the niggas i'm here with my alcohol intake and whatever the 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 dj is dropping Ooh. I'm about to transition into another one now that I think about it. But I just want to say, I feel like a lot of women actually end up getting into like little weird catty things with each other. Niggas do this too. Uh Lowest of the not low keys. But I think a lot of girls end up having situations with other girls because they just are uncomfortable for some reason by seeing another girl who's confident you don't even have to look like a fucking video vixen it'll just be a girl who will come in and whatever fucking dresses she just bought and she buys a drink and she's dancing with her friends and she got her cleavage up or whatever and she's just doing whatever she want to do as a tax-paying grown american woman and you got to be like oh why she got this on and and you looking crazy at your friend and you laughing and then she look over you and she see that you laughing bitch clearly because i don't need to hear what you're saying bitch to know that you're talking about me you dumb bitch so now i know that you're talking about me so now we got problems. Now we got issues. And so I'm kind of come I'm going to come over by where you at and wait for you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just see this happen all the time with men, women, the gays, the dogs, the cats. Everybody does this. And I just don't understand why, especially if you're in like a social environment where everybody's supposed to be having a good time, why you can't just have fun and let other people have fun. As long as nobody is invading your personal space, nobody's trying you, nobody's um spilling a drink on you, stepping on your shoes or pushing you and even in situations like that if you're at a party bitch there's just certain shit that has to be let go right don't wear your brand new all white air force ones to the motherfucking club where you know that ovo is about to be there that night and then it's like people someone is going to step on your shoes someone might spill a drink on you that is just a part of you know of it's a battle scar it's just something that happens when you commit yourself to go into a party if somebody spills a drink on like throws a drink on you or it fucks your shit up just being being completely obnoxious or ignorant that is something that is worth more being agitated by but if you see somebody who's just shaking their ass and making this shit roll less than 24 is bitch let them have fun what are you mad about before I get up out of here, girls, <laughs> I just also want to mention that if you are a oh. DJ in the year of 2016, update your motherfucking Serato. Make sure that when you log into Scratch Live or whatever the fuck it is, that you have some shit produced by Metro Boomin. Bitch, it doesn't make any sense. I'm tired of hearing blame it on the alcohol and party like a fucking no. rock star every time I go to the club. It's 2016. Do you have to play Poison again, girl? again girl can you play 
something from this year. My God. It don't make no sense for me to be pulling up to the function at 2 o'clock in the motherfucking morning. You should have already played all the throwbacks. You should have already played all of the old school hits. You should have already played all of the hits from the 80s and the 90s and today. We are on to the t- we are at the day. We're the today now. The today and the tomorrow. I need to hear I need to hear Lemonade. I need to hear Ray Shremid, the Shrem Life 2. I need to hear Migos. I need to hear uh, Future, Designer, Past. I need to hear everybody. That is like, I need to hear current records. Why would I possibly... Again. Yeah. I think a lot of people go to the clubhouse because they want to socialize and see and be seen. I go to a party because I want to hear the music. If the DJ sucks, please let me know so that I don't waste my time or money. Because that is the whole point of me going to a party is to hear the music and have fun. Sometimes albums will come out or songs will come out and it'll make me want to go to the club that weekend just because I really want to hear it. Mm -hmm. Like I was dying to hear Formation work and Sorry in the club. I was like, I have to go to a party. Wait, they're not playing Sorry in the club? I've heard Sorry in a club environment. Maybe twice. What in the kind past of DJ is not playing? It just sorry doesn't. Enough. It doesn't. How make are any you sense not? <laughs> you should be playing it three times. How are you not playing? It this doesn't record? make any sense. Girl, what? But either way, bitch, I should not be jumping into the DeLorean and going back to the fucking future when I go to the fucking club. Please, for the love of God, update your fucking Serato. Please update your library. You should be on fucking. SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Mac, all of these websites and listening to the new hot shit, trying to figure out what everybody is living for and all of that stuff. Why aren't you playing Law by Yo Gotti? Why don't I hear Manolo Rose? Why don't I hear the ratchet shit that I need to hear to get my life with? Why are you still playing Run It? (laughs) What? (laughs) Who are these niggas? What? I'm not saying no names. Who's getting booked? What club is booking you? I'm not saying anybody's name. I'm not talking about Sweet Heat. No, I'm sure you're not. Because one thing about it, <laughs> the girls know how to have a good time. I mean, you could have, if, if even if there was an issue with Sweet Heat, like, you could have had that, you know, talk to your friend. Oh, I absolutely would have went right, right down been like, DJ oh, Dimples and would have been, been like, like Sis, somebody is over here fucking up. I don't know who that bitch is. <laughs> but she is fucking up your whole party, sis. It seems like every time I go to, like, every time I go to a party that's predominantly white, or a gay party. Gay niggas are not playing sorry? I don't know what it is about my life. Because this isn't even just New York. This used to be like, this is, she's happened all the time in Miami too. And many other cities I would go to gay parties. And they would be playing just old shit. <laughs> what About Us by Brandy. Like, okay, girl, <laughs> great song. But my, all night, bitch. A little old. All night we're playing TRL songs, bitch. I mean, that's fine for me because I go to the club once every six months. So I get to hear all the songs I like. I don't go that often either. <laughs> but I, when I go to the club, I want to hear something that I would be right. list like current records. Right. Mix it up. I don't want to be hearing I would be surprised if the whole night was old shit. Like nothing new at all. Nothing that came out in the last month or two. That just don't make no fucking sense. There'll be like five fucking current songs or whatever, and it's because it's like some top 40 shit because y'all hoes are lazy and you don't want to go and actually do the work to figure out what people are actually listening to. I wish y'all would find a new profession and stop wasting people's time mm-hmm. and money. If I spend my motherfucking time, my money, money, to come into your fucking club and buy a bottle and sit down and do all of this other shit, bitch, the least that you can do is give me a good baseline. Right. 
that's, that's the bare minimum. That's what you pay for. You pay for the experience of being in the club. If the music sucks, the whole experience is trash. What is I could do this at home. For free. And I'm a better DJ than this. <laughs> Way better. <laughs> oh. Please stop. And work on your transitions. It's not wasting our time. That's it. All right. Amen. Get, get your demands out now before the summer club season hits and it's really going to be a problem. But you I know, have a maybe party are... that we'll talk about later. Oh, right, right, right. So really quickly, I want to talk about this story that came out of Waco because it is that fucked up. It's this 12-year-old girl who is a student at Live Oak Classical School, <sighs> which this. is a private school. And they had a camp out off campus in late April. And on the very first day of the camp out, all the kids were playing with a rope swing, which is like... It is controlled by other students. Two of them sit on it. I remember this kind of yeah, swing. I remember Two them. sit on it, and then the other ones pull it around. And you go crazy. It's so fun. So this is one of two black kids, I think, on this trip. And she said that she helped swing the other kids and then stopped to watch. And then all of a sudden, she could feel the rope going around her neck from behind. It pulled against her neck, and she fell to the ground and was even tugged backwards. So it's not even like they just put it around her neck like... To the point where she could, right, no, like pulled her to the ground and tugged her a little bit. She said nobody moved to help her. So she got the rope off her neck and had like pieces of rope still in it and asked three white boys who had been picking on her if they did it on purpose. And they were like, no, of course not. Why would we do it on purpose? She's like, well, I mean, I think you did, because as soon as you let go of the rope, you know, this would have fallen. So had you not been holding on to it and pulling, you know, I wouldn't have been tugged backwards and like on the ground. So there was, a, I think, a chaperone on the trip who was also a doctor who put, like, some Vaseline on this girl's neck and gave her some ibuprofen and just was like, you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. So, of course, as soon as she gets home, her mother goes fucking ballistic because who wouldn't? She right. said from a distance when she saw her child, like, getting off the bus or whatever, she thought she had a necklace on. That's how bad this child's scar is. It's not like, oh, nothing happened. It was just some harmless game. This girl has visible scars around her neck yeah it's huge and it's like all around her neck from where this rope just like completely fucked her up oh my god and i mean i just i knew y'all didn't give a fuck about black kids but like to the point where you would let something so racially coded like a rope being put around a black child's neck by white children and then her being dragged like the fact that that is something y'all just dismissed out of nowhere like it was no big deal like apparently the principal emailed her mother when she got back and was like oh i heard about little such and such as rope burn those suck i had them a lot as a kid let us know if she feels better and all this trying to cover their asses i'm sure because i almost just wanted to fight right (laughs) because you're very well aware that once this black little girl gets home and her mother sees what happened to her neck that's your ass so her attorney, I think, is suing for two point seven million. And I hope she gets two point something like that. And I hope they take every last. But she's already taken her child out of the school, of course, naturally, because who the fuck wouldn't? But the school is saying it is not um, a racial. Ter- this is not a racial incident, of and it, is that. it just you know it's kids horsing around, and this yeah. just sort of thing happens, and mm-hmm. the same old excuses we always hear. And like, although this is clearly a very extreme case. I want to remind white people that making easy and convenient excuses for racist bullshit that you see other white people do helps nobody. It helps. Except no racists. One. Except 
It helps the school continue their tradition of being racist shitheads, but you're not helping the child who was physically harmed by the damage. Like, you're not... And and I don't really even see how you can prioritize grown white skin over baby black skin. Like, not even me. As much as you know how I feel... You know how I am about white people. If a... If I see a grown black man mistreat a little white girl or a little white boy, I would never stand for that. I'm never gonna let... Or uh, I'm not... I'm saying grown in reference to the way the administration reacted to this. But if black kids were beaten up on white kids in that manner, I would not make excuses for that. I would not because that's not something that can be excused. This isn't you don't get to just say, oh, well, this happened to a little black girl. So it's no big deal. And, you know, kids horse around and rope burn happens all the time. Yeah, of course it does. But not when you're a black little girl at a private school in Waco, fucking Texas, and somebody wraps a rope around your neck like a fucking noose. And drags you like black people ain't been dragged to death with ropes from the backs of trucks. Like you can't pretend that there's no racial aspect here that y'all are like trying to trying to act like it doesn't exist. And it just it blows my mind that y'all feel confident enough to make excuses about the school and try to justify the kids behavior and try to make it seem like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And it's just horseplay instead of just saying, you know what? We fucked the fuck up. And these kids are some terrible little shitheads and they'll be disciplined immediately, expelled from the school. And we won't stand for this. What should have happened was that the administration, the teachers, the chaperone, everybody who is responsible for taking care of this little girl should have stood up on behalf of this child instead of doing the exact fucking opposite. And that's what happens to black kids, especially in primarily white environments all the time i know as a black girl who went to like an all-white middle school and had like an extremely white existence the shit sucks Mm -hmm. because people it's like even the teachers the teachers the people that you are taught to trust the people that you are supposed to be able to depend on like those are the people who failed you the most they failed this child the most and i'm just so sick of y'all shit there is a 12 year old girl in texas right now with rope burns around her so, neck like really bad right to the point really where i could just bad. hold up a, a small picture it's not even like not even blown up and show it to this man he could see it on my phone from like seven feet across the <laughs> right head. you can see the rope burns on this child's neck and in a photo i'm certain it's worse in real life it's just like this is not some minor incident this wasn't like Oh, let's put some neosporin on it and like. Even if she wasn't black, like that's a serious. Even if injury. she wasn't I don't black, even understand how that's not. the raw, broken skin around her neck is. I mean, it left rope fibers in her fucking body. How are you? That's what I'm saying. If it was a white child, it wouldn't be. Oh, you know, kids just play that way. Those three boys no, would no. have been in a lot of fucking trouble because how dare you? That is. That is a real thing that you did. Like, you really could have hurt her. Praise God that you didn't do anything worse. But it's just, I'm so tired of white adults actively and deliberately failing the black youth in their lives. Do fucking better. Well, you have to keep in mind also that when when these kids are are at school, they are literally in your care. You are taking people's children away from them for the day and everything that happens to them while they are. Well, this was a camp out, but still a school sanctioned camp out with chaperones. Same thing. Absolutely. Even more so, actually, because you off campus now. Right. So you're supposed to be double diligent with looking after these kids. At the very least, some kind of empathy to be like, listen, I understand, you know, (sighs) 
I understand why this would be triggering. I understand why, you know, this is, you know, so messed up. And we're going to take X and Y and Z steps to make sure that these kids are punished or even know that that was horrible. You know what I'm saying? None of the chaperones called her mother. So y'all just, so she, she just, just had this huge, le- this huge, the whole time, bloody- this happened the first day she was gone. And so none of the adults called her mama. How, you mean to tell me that's protocol? Nobody, so a child is injured. She got an emergency contact. They, they put some Vaseline on it and was like, go sleep it off. Like she had to go take her child to the ER. Like she needed an MRI and like scans and all kind of shit because wouldn't you freak the fuck out? And part of your child's neck skin being missing, like her flesh is missing. And that would have never, that would have never happened if that child wasn't black. If that child was white, they would have been treated completely differently. But the thing that annoys me the most about it is as a mom, as a parent. Right. If that woman was to go down to whatever school or ever and let everybody have it. Big, black, angry, mad, oh, gorilla, yeah. Oh, you angry, already know. Mad. Because that had already happened. It's in, like, the details of the story. But the mother said that, that the principal had been emailing her, talking about, you know, her child's socialization skills and all this. Because the mother said, my child has been bullied by white kids at the school all year. This private school that's, like, $7,000 either a semester or a year. And she pulled her out of public schools and put her into private schools because she felt like the teacher rotation was changing a lot. And she wanted her child to have a good education. So then you turn around and put your kid in private school only for white people to be the fucking worst. Just the fucking worst. I don't even know how three 12-year-old white boys knew enough about racism to know. Uh, you know what? I actually pray they didn't understand That's the what I'm gravity. Trying to do I'm, trying to pray. Of, I'm praying they don't know they that much about lynching. And awful. But I would not I would be not be surprised if they all. knew exactly what it was and did it anyway. Like, oh, we used to do this. Because these little shitty ass 12 year old fucking stands, these pop star stands be doing the same shit to this black people. Unbelievable. Be sending them fucking slaves and nooses and talking about yeah. like I wouldn't be surprised sister. at all. All that. They know exactly what they're doing. So, it's so just, I wouldn't be shocked. And so y'all just ignored all of this. In favor of keeping up appearances and keeping the school together and keeping things looking right. And nobody at any point said, let us stand up on behalf of this the child. The well-being of a baby. Like, it's wow. just, it's it's really, it just stuns Classic. me the links y'all will go to to be assholes. It's just, so fuck the entirety of the little Bubbling Brook school system or whatever it's called. Little Chattanooga Jack Apple Classical School ass. or whatever the fuck this bullshit. Like, you bitches are just... And Fuck I hope girl. she gets every single penny of that too, because she, gets she said 20. she said they want to pay her the rest of her private school tuition plus college and any advanced degree she wants to earn. She wants to be a doctor, so y'all can go ahead and fund all that. Like I will take that as well as my two point eight. <laughs> they want it all, and I'm not. You know what? I just hope that take it all. Close the school, cause fuck them. Fire everybody. Fire the fuck everybody. Cut down the rope and the tree. You didn't even call her mama. You didn't even call her mama. Like, that's like basic. That's anything. That's like every school. Anybody who has ever been in charge of children, if something happens to the kid, as soon as the child is like stable and you know they're going to be alive, call their fucking parents. Literally the worst possible school to ever go to. Just the worst. All y'all deserve to lose your jobs. This is just bitches in daycares know this. Fucking when I was a twelve year old babysitter, knew. I knew that. That's how they knew. They knew they had that, fucked that up. Was, it was fucked up. Yep. It was some bullshit. They were like, "Let's not. We're not even gonna call. We're her. not even gonna call. Maybe her. she won't. Hopefully, notice. it'll heal up by the time right. she gets back. Right, Girl. Let, baby. Let me let me put a little this foundation on. No, get your ass. 
get away from me. Woo, fuck everybody. So, well, I'm done. I'm done. That's that. Yeah, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at thisistheread. Um, thanks so much to The Sampler Show for having us on this week's episode. Absolutely. That was actually so much fun. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, we'll wait for Kim Curry to post. It was, I mean, and girl, like you didn't, <laughs> you do this every time. It, it was one second. Like, I know, but now I just, like, now every time it happens, I'm going to have to say something about it. Sure. So go check out this week's episode of The Sampler Show. Um, thanks so much for having us on. For that, Kid Fury, I know you have some, some news this week. Yes, I officially ready to announce uh, 305 Live Part 2. Uh-oh. Super excited. If you weren't there last year, then you definitely need to make sure that you get your tickets come this year. It is on June 26th. We will be announcing the venue very soon. I have already gone to see it. It is very pretty and lavish and tropical, and it's on a roof. And it's going to be great. Oh, there will be drinks. There will be twerking. There will be great music by a great DJ with music from this year and the years <laughs> prior to it. Um. So, yes, you can go to Fury. 305.com that is F-U-R-Y 305.com go and get your tickets there's lots of little packages for you girls who want to come out and stunt and do you know things with your homies and stuff like that or you can get okay. a, like a regular little thing it's going to be a great time so it is it's a good time it's a fun party yeah it is a really if you fun missed party. it last year you missed out yeah it was pretty it was the hell up I'm thinking about doing some um, I'm trying to work on doing a party in Miami also yeah um, so now that we'll really would be something else. Look at you. Um, don't forget to check out our dope sponsors, Shudder. Remember, Shudder is a new kind of streaming service that's home to the best horror from around the world. And just for our listeners, Shudder is offering a free month. Use promo code READ at sign up and start screaming. That's Shudder.com, S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com, promo code READ. Anything else, Kid Fury? Um, we good? You know, stay prayed up. Always. Love each other. Mm. Um, do something fun outside. Log off for a little bit. Weekends. And, you know, um, how are you gonna love yourself if you can't love any how are you gonna love any how are you gonna love anybody else if you can't love yourself? Yes, that's it. Can I get an amen? amen. And also, um, you know, every dick ain't worth uh your time. Mm-hmm. No, uh, every dick ain't worth the effort. Um, all pussy ain't worth trying. Uh, and um, Father God. Yeah. I'll be out of town this weekend with my niggas. I'm going back to Oklahoma. And if we have to, I think I will still be in Oklahoma just in case we don't take this in game five in the Bay. Then I think I will be in Oklahoma for game six. And if so, I think I'm going to have to drive to Oklahoma City and go to that game. I just I think mean, I'm going to have to. I mean, I just think. But if we go to. wearing an OKC shirt. And I have right, my jacket in my backpack. Right the only reason I wasn't wearing it outside is because it was 88 whole degrees. But <laughs> I mean. It's my team. And if we go to the finals, I'm definitely going to a game. Like, I will not miss my team in the fucking finals. How many NBA finals has uh, Thunder won? Uh, none, because we just became a team in 2008. We've actually never even made it to the finals. So, oh, so this, this would be our the... first time. Um, And we're only one game away. So, as you can understand, like, the whole state is very turned up and excited. So, wait a minute. Y'all are doing conference 
they're still doing the east where east eastern eastern, Con- and- eastern conference finals and western conference finals it's the Cavs and Toronto against us so wait and- thunder's up against golden state that's right and we're up three games to one so thunder's the western conference yes where's oklahoma oh my god <laughs> friend <laughs> I mean, it's not as far west as California, but it's in the Western Conference. Yes. Is it west of Texas? Just like it's directly north of Texas, friend. <laughs> it's that panhandled shape. Looks like a pan. It's right there on top of Texas. Oh. Right there. You kind of can see it a little bit. That explains it. It's got a, a bunch of other box shaped states around it. Yeah, those boxes are the ones. Yeah, that they, I just they trip of, everybody up. Y'all don't know Kansas head. from Arkansas, Colorado. Y'all don't, don't know none of them of states. Places. Mississippi ain't too far. I think I know where Arkansas is. I think it's close to the Gulf or Mexico or. Arkansas I, is just to the right of us. <laughs> to the right, to the east. <laughs> to the east, meaning Oklahoma, not New York. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't even matter. Congratulations. Thunder the fuck up. Thank you. That's because that's really all that it is. And fuck Draymond Green. Whoever that is. Fuck him. On earth. Fuck him. All right. Well, bye. We'll see. (laughs) Bye, y'all.